0: Welcome, everyone, to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by Fantastic Geek. My name is Matt, and joining me as always is Pete. Pete, let's get this started right away. You don't give the orders there, train spotting. Yeah, I'm not Scottish, actually. You know, grandma was from Liverpool and whatnot. So I, you're, you're kind of, you don't understand the map, man.
1: Nobody's interested in that. Anyway, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode 203. Making Friends and Influencing People is brought to you by Colson's Convenience Store. Where else on the way to C. Simmons can you find sriracha, beer, grass-fed steak, finger-linked potatoes, and kale? Stop on by today.
0: (laughs) Yum. Uh, With that, Pete, before we jump on in, uh, let's just quickly talk ratings for last week's episode and increasingly, the thing to do is to wait for the Live Plus 3 ratings, which came in uh, a day or two ago. Uh, in toto, Live Plus 3, all all mixed together there. Um, the Live 1 Plus 8 has increased to a 2.8. eight. That is a 56% increase, putting the show in the neighborhood of uh, 7, 8 million viewers. And once again, uh, despite what some of the people on Twitter said, and we, we gave a little bit of scolding to that particular uh, Twitter outfit... Uh, that said otherwise. Agents S.H.I.E.L.D. ratings, extremely healthy, nothing to worry about. Of course, you know more is better, but nothing to complain about in the ratings department.
1: Listen, Spoiler Pete has been saying it all along. This show is not going anywhere, and the numbers back it up. It is extraordinarily healthy. We can stop the Death Watch now uh, at Superhero Report. Thank you.
0: <laughs> With that, Pete...
1: <laughs> yes time to catch you up on what went down and quite a bit in this episode we're three episodes deep into the season and it just feels like more and more is happening with each passing episode
0: it certainly does and it was interesting kind of the the breath that they took i i found the previously on to be a little shocking you know the return of uh donnie gill clearly foreshadowed by the previously on uh, yes. my notes of course call him stormster uh that <laughs> that, that that in lieu of a quick uh, a quick google search that happened later on but just wanted to be to be honest with all of you out there i was like it's the ice guy who's not ice man so Stormster.
1: your uh your fits was on the fritz there as far as uh remembering things
0: um is that happening to me too Is is this even a Is this a solo podcast?
1: Matt, compliance will be rewarded.
0: I'll just calm down. Please continue.
1: So in our tease there, uh, Metronome gets us started on the timing. And uh, Dr. Whitehall is talking about the first time he ever had a drink. Might have been some wine. We're never really shown what it is. Okay. And the dialogue is pretty heady. Uh, He said that the beverage was bland, it was immature, it only cost $10, but now it's closer to $2,000. He talks about patience, and clearly this has been Hydra's game all along, and he talks about second chances. And then we uh, come to discover that uh, a woman is uh, in a uh, clockwork orange-esque machine eyes pried open expression of pain um and he's telling her things like uh surrender and that you'll find meaning you'll find release and again we come back to the compliance line that we've heard on a couple occasions previous to this episode and we find out that this is agent 33 of shield and mr bakshi i believe it is uh Pronounced.
0: Indeed, Sunil so Bakshi, played okay. by Simon cassianidis Alright. Are uh
1: you know uh holding the hand of this Agent 33 as she is uh being reprogrammed by Hydra.
0: Pete, what was so great about that scene is it appeared to be uh, in the beginning of it, Whitehall addressing bakshi Um, but uh, I don't know about you, I was like back she's not facing him and he looks kind of vaguely upset and it was like oh well you know whatever sometimes that's just the nature of blocking yeah have both cameras fa- uh, both uh, characters face the, uh, the camera then there's that you know kind of slow reveal that he's actually addressing an unseen third person who is being brainwashed and uh, tortured tortured uh, very very effective um I, I don't know kind of effectively dark you know I, I mean I was like how many times have we been kind of like creeped out, grossed out, unsettled on Agents of Shield, you know, uh Colson's head off Kill Me, Kill Me a couple other times, but this is certainly on that list.
1: Yes, and and the darkness in terms of tone here is highly effective. Um, you know, the show couldn't be this dark last year. And I think there's a richness of experience that comes with this. Not even not only in terms of what Whitehall's talking about and the, the subtext With everything, you know, being a wine connoisseur, and I'm sure we're going to come to find out, you know, however old this guy is, given that we saw him in 1945 with Agent Carter busting him and, you know, that he's in 2014. But just the the texture, the layers that we're talking about here and, you know, the whole thing with S.H.I.E.L.D. this year with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is what will everyone become? And when we're talking about a, a situation where people are being brainwashed, then it's a it's really a question of you know throughout this whole episode loyalties
0: and I think too it's it's such an effective use of a teaser act, not just to you know hook us in, make sure we don't you know switch the channel, et cetera, et cetera, but it sets up the the notion of this brainwashing so well for when it gets picked up by Donnie mid episode and then when it gets. Floated out there at the end of the episode with Simmons. Uh, it's rare that you have the exciting teaser act. Please keep watching. That actually is is pulling such heavy dramatic duty as this teaser act was.
1: Absolutely. Um, act one begins with Simmons awaking at five forty-five in the morning, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Uh, you know, gets her workout on. Uh, walks into a building we've not seen before Uh, loved the use of uh, you know some some vintage upbeat uh, rock there I didn't recognize the song in particular you and I both hearkened back and, and got the same vibe this was very much uh, you know, season three. Uh, lost. Uh, <clears> make two. your own kind of music type of uh, season two. S- season two.
0: Yes, the season two opener. Although Pete, you're probably also thinking of the season three opener with Juliet. So I guess we're both right.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, a- a- effective. Uh, you know, contrast there to the earlier scene. Okay and then of course she throws on her black lab coat and we get the hydra symbol done 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 um
0: i mean look I, I i run so spoiler free but this had this had certainly leaked out particularly uh earlier today on twitter when i was included on you know a conversation with a bunch of people who were responding like I think Simmons isn't actually part of Hydra. I bet she's undercover. I bet she has joined Hydra. So I'm like, all right, it just got you know spoiled. But don't worry, Simmons. I never believed it. You know, I I, I like that they didn't um, hold the hold the mystery of it for too too long.
1: Well, again, it's not where she is now. It's as we learned come the end of the episode. She's she's heading up the elevator, Matt. Um, she's bucking for promotion within Hydra, and with this brainwashing machine, you can't trust anybody. You know, here Gil is running around, um, as we learn not long after, okay, and we think that he's out there for himself, but come the end of the episode, he's uh, weaponized through the use of the brainwashing. So, you know... Who can you trust is very much a dilemma on this show right now between what Coulson's going through, between the uh, technology or whatever you want to call this, that um, that Hydra is utilizing. You know, there's very much uh, an issue of doubt as far as alliances.
0: Trust no one. I'm surprised nobody's thought of that as a tagline for a TV show before, but copyright fantastic week 2014.
1: (laughs) Um, We pick up with, uh, sky, uh, you know, blowing the heck out of a cutout, imagining that it is, uh, the fallen agent grant ward.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, an opportunity for uh, an opportunity for us to see, um, more of sky kind of, you know, as a, a multifaceted character in truth, these first three episodes have given many opportunities for many characters to be, um, to be pulling double duty. You know, I think of, you know, the continuation of Mac and Fitz talking where it's not just, it's not just that, that very early season one thing of you make gadgets, you fly plane, you shoot gun, you know, you learn how to become an agent that, they're all much more multifaceted here, and that allows the characters to be people uh, in, in such a wonderful way. Yes, of course, it helps naturally that they have all this baggage behind them, which was, you know, the preceding twenty four episodes to to get to tonight. Um, and, and I get that, but it's 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 this is a better show now than it has been, and nothing against the past or where we came from or why it was, but it's another example of, you know, here we're getting a little. Uh, look into Sky's psyche while we're also advancing the plot in terms of her being an emerging agent.
1: And a recurrent motif introduced for the first time tonight was a little uh, monitor that she is wearing for her heartbeats per minute. And cool as a cucumber, she, she was squeezing off rounds at 61 beats per minute. That does not unfortunately stay that way throughout the course of the entire episode, but we'll look at that a little more in depth in our level seven segment later on.
0: certainly, her cool cucumberedness it's a nice setup that you don't see coming when we get there
1: yes, um Hunter. Uh, Lance Hunter asks, uh, had she been at S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy? She explains, Sky explains, she had a badge for just about all of a day before S.H.I.E.L.D. went explosion noise. Okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, the, uh, the foreshadowing of crossing someone out with Agent May comes up and she explains that experience does not make it easier. Something that Comes into play by the end of the episode. Meanwhile, Coulson has returned to the playground uh, from a trip he says it was a waste of fuel and that Agent 33 has now been lost to Hydra. So, following that through line from the tees, um, they've made another acquisition, or they're about to make another acquisition in the former Donnie Gill who now goes by blizzard in morocco
0: does he is he named as blizzard
1: well they, they referred to him as blizzard in the uh in the course of the episode okay my bad the project I the project that simmons was working on for hydra was uh, called yes, yes, blizzard yes. um and the uh the conflict of interest was that she had not told her uh her Hydra masters that she knew him, but she did not know Blizzard was Donnie Gill. Got it. Got so, it. you know, what, what will they all become Matt, if not confused by some of the names that others don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: True.
1: Um, but in Morocco, uh, you know, he's, he's asked by uh, a gentleman there uh, if he has a gift. And he said he had a degree, he was an engineer. And then he promptly freezes that man and a Hydra agent who comes to get him. He checks out the phone, and this uh, ship, the Maribel Del Mar, comes into play, where quite a bit of action takes place um, in the rest of this episode before he shatters the frozen body of that Hydra agent in what was a pretty cool and creepy effect.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. That whole scene just works so well for the flavor of the show. Uh, First of all, I mean, I... I bought that they were in Marrakesh. I mean, clearly they're not leaving, you know, L.A. Um, so they found a setting that's suitable um, and, and and so forth. I mean, even down to, you know, the, the, the teacup, the glass teacup and all that. Um, that's, other, I mean, you, you obviously have superpowers. Then you add to it just this kind of brutality that Gil has that, I mean, not that it offended my sensibilities, but I was a little surprised just in terms of, he just off two guys and, oh, yeah, it's the cool, freezy thing, you know. Then, as you said, shatters the guy in, it's not a perfect effect, but it's 95%, it's 95% perfect and 110% cool. Uh, hey, no pun intended. Um, but just just a, a great kind of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque scene where we're, we're getting all these different parts, you know, exotic travel and mystery and powers and all that, uh, all kind of wrapped up in one scene.
1: To turn that around uh, on a TV show, on a TV budget was, uh, I found, pretty impressive. Um, Moving into Act 2, Coulson is suddenly in uh, Simmons' apartment. So while they were playing with the idea that the good girl had gone bad, they very quickly answer that, which I thought was fair in terms of what was going on. Talk of dead drops and the items we mentioned before uh, that Coulson has brought to her, clearly taking care of her, some groceries. And um, Simmons explains that she's been sequestered in the basement. And Coulson talks about uh, her being undercover and that it's all about relationships, fittingly enough, given where we saw her last with Fitz, with. Uh, actual fits, not with her head self <laughs> and fits so that, you know, head Simmons wears her hair up and actual Simmons wears her hair. Undercover Simmons wears her hair down. Get it under down. It's code, Matt. I cracked it. Wow. OK, so it's all uh, hair It It is all hair necked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Coulson clearly with some experience in the matter, he says for Simmons to use her likability and, you know, probably the most likable character on the show that smile. Okay. Um, and Coulson lets her know that Fitz is okay. Um, meanwhile, sky has gone to visit ward again. We had not seen Ward, in an episode. I know there was some concern out there. Is he still there? Is he okay? Is he getting, <laughs> is he getting his square meals? That type of thing.
0: Do you think the Geneva Convention applies to Ward? I no, mean, I suppose because... In, in spirit, because but...
1: Shield's not on the map. Why would it? Wow, that's kind of... That's a little harsh, but... Um... I mean, listen, not that Coulson and his people don't play by the rules, but, you know, this is a brave new world for them. And what S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to become over, you know, the next year and the future in terms of reestablishing itself, it's it's going to take on, you know, and – re-identify with those early roots and we're going to see those connections through agent Carter, but they're going to play it fast and loose. And we saw that tonight in that, you know, Fitz deprived ward of oxygen and, you know, Colson dressed them down and, and dealt with it. Yet it was still allowed to happen, you know, Yeah. that, all right, that max playing video games and, you know, Fitz has run of the place you know, was he deemed a threat then? No. Now they're going to have to keep a, a greater watch on him. But, um, you know, Sky is asking about uh, Hydra and he is explaining, Ward's explaining that they're not exactly welcoming, that uh, he was never loyal to Hydra, that he was loyal to Garrett.
0: And that's that Garrett- really convenient now.
1: Garrett built him back up of course it's convenient and we're going to question Ward's motives and you know what we should question Ward's motives and this is going to be something that goes on for a while Um, you know it's it's not a secret in the casting situation but you know Ward's brother came up uh, tonight for the first time in a little bit and they have just cast that role and we're going to see him soon. Um Pete, I have a question for you yes. about
0: Ward. I, I just want to confirm here. Sure. Are, do you still believe that your HydroPal Ward will be back in at episode seven? So one month from tonight. Do you still have those feelings about Ward? I'm coming home. I'm coming
1: home. Tell the world. I... Matt, I have never felt more confident that by episode seven. Paulson and his team are going to turn to their one-time comrade and say Hey, hey Grant the past is the past We need you buddy we're, we're we're calling on you We need your help
0: Well I as a loyal member of Shield I still have my badge by the way uh, I say, Peh Peh Ward, you took out all those people, including those two nice uh, uh, jail guards in the elevator. Still I with the,
1: Still with the with the two unnamed jail guards, you know. And somebody needs to get on the fanfic there and, and give them some names so that <laughs> Matt can use actual names. Um, How about Matt and Pete, the, the two guys that that bit it in the fridge? <laughs> um, yeah, sure, Matt and Pete. <laughs> um, but, uh, the idea here that family is, you know, a- another, um, motif, um, another theme and that everyone has their secrets, uh, as comes up by the end of the episode here, when, uh, Ward says that, um, sky's father is alive. He's looking for you. And someday if you let me, I'm going to take it to him. Which, okay, that might be what we're talking about by the time Ward gets sprung for some action.
0: Ooh, does spoiler Pete know? You know better, Matt,
1: than to ask that.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: So Sky uh, says that uh, you know she's she's slipped here. Uh, and uh, quickly uh, shifts things back, but uh, the the seeds are sown, Matt, and that's what Hydra and Ward do so effectively. Is again with you know the the subtext they make you think that it's your idea when it was their idea all
0: along. It's it really is a tidy scene. It's an opportunity to bring you know, board back into the show. It's an opportunity to, uh, you know, give some more of that face time between him and, uh, and sky. And, um, it's, this is just, uh, as I said before, such a, a well-crafted episode like the two previous to it, where you look back and you just see that there's multiple moving parts inside each scene. It's setting things up. It's addressing current needs in the moment. um, it's, it, it really is just astonishing.
1: Cut to Casablanca port. And Gil freezes the uh, Maribel Del Mar. Um, and we really see that he's coming into his own as far as these powers that he's acquired. Um, Simmons, meanwhile, uh, is telling herself to make friends. And she is whisked away upstairs with security. Um, Mr. Banksy is there, and he says, we know you've been lying to us, Miss Simmons. And she's drawn into this web of intrigue that by the beginning of Act 3, we learn that she was level 5, she was working on this Project Blizzard, that she did not disclose that she knew Donnie Gill And she, I thought very effectively, and I have to credit Elizabeth Hensridge on her acting tonight and and playing both sides. Uh, She explained she was a 17-year-old girl with two PhDs and questions. Um, And then we see another in the brainwashing machine, and I just think that's, you know, heavy foreshadowing, Matt, that Simmons is going to wind up in that at some point.
0: Well, certainly that's what's being... um being built to in the course of this episode we go from just that kind of fun donny gill scene where it's so easy for him to navigate through his world and freeze the boat all of a sudden uh, simmons is being escorted out by the way pete i wondered if she was going to ask the guards in the elevator if I, if anyone wanted to get off the lift before this all started Unfortunately, yeah. not enough time <laughs> the um, lift. <laughs> but um the the fact that we saw agent 33 tortured and brainwashed Um, I mean we didn't know how successfully the brainwashing would be but certainly the torture aspect of it uh, at the beginning of the episode was something where now that she's finally upstairs and talking to Bakshi it makes it all the more tense because you know there are two guards right over there she could be 90 seconds away from you know there are four lights in it and and (laughs) and that would be horrible please don't do that show
1: I liked in the second brainwash scene how uh, Whitehall was talking about fire as an image. And he said that it was perfect, that it was essential, that a forest fire um, needs that element to crack open the sequoia seed and it's there for a thousand years. So Hydra... The Reich, etc., these delusions of grandeur that they have. Uh, Meanwhile, we get a guy who just made an iceberg out of a boat in the Middle East.
0: Yeah, great, great line. And um, proof that maybe Donnie isn't as subtle as he should be. Um, He is, of course, a, a headstrong young man, didn't quite finish Shield Hogwarts, so he doesn't quite know the ways of the world, but. What a compelling image. And also, too, I mean, I kind of bought it as Casablanca. I'm sure it's just, you know, the docks at Long Beach. But another instance where, you know, hey, you, I don't know, call it Casablanca. And it is, Uh, you know, the show, the show is so unrestrained from its standing sets at the studio, unlike last season, where it was too much time spent in the bus.
1: Yes, I think they've been far more cosmopolitan in in terms of how they've been whisking around. And, you know, that's the nature of what this show is right now. Um, Act four begins with Fitz, with his imaginary head Simmons. And uh, he heads in to see Ward and he promptly breaks down in what I think was the soul of this episode. The dark... soul at that (laughs) (laughs) and he tells ward to stop
0: talking and prior to that uh, i i think the the fact that he is overcome by emotion down in the cell that started upstairs where he tells simmons something to the effect of you know you're just in my imagination he's acknowledging how sick he is he's you know i mean how frightening it must be in, in his situation, in, in a schizophrenic situation, where you're pretty sure it's not there, but all your senses are telling you that it's there. He's just starting to accept that, which is maybe almost worse than the ignorance of uh, of the fantasy. Right. So all of this is coming crashing down so quickly. And then to confront his, you know, his, his aggressor um, is just, well, it's, it's overwhelming. And it's so fantastically acted by Ian.
1: And well paced at this point in the episode while Banksy and Simmons are just about to board the boat. A cloaked bus is bringing um, uh, Hunter and Sky to their jump destination. And um, Ward is explaining he didn't want to hurt Fitz. And Mac is playing a first person shooter in some other room unable to be a part of this. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Ward explains that he couldn't hurt Fitz, that the way he set it up, he wanted to give him a fighting chance. And then Fitz takes this tremendous turn for Andy Cakester as an actor here and uh, talks about the hypoxia that he suffered, a lack a lack of oxygen, and that in three minutes the damage is permanent and all of a sudden our, you know, lovable, damaged Fitz is uh, the aggressor and has flipped the tables on Grant Ward.
0: It was a really uncomfortable scene because I I didn't know who to root for. I mean, it is bull feathers that Ward said, hey, I kind of, you know, did this to you so I could, you know, get away with my attempt to kill you. But I wanted to give you the best chance you got. That's malarkey. I mean... Oh,
1: no, it's not, Matt. No. Oh, no. I completely buy that from him.
0: And it's... I buy that from him. I'm just saying... And I'm not being critical of the writing. I'm not being critical of the acting. I'm saying if Ward was in front of me, I would say, you're full of you-know-what. Because... You think you're doing him a favor by almost drowning the two of them.
1: Well, he didn't see that – he didn't fully see that, I believe, as the repercussion. He said a fighting chance and what he may have thought of that, who knows what that was. Whether he knew that compartment was going to flood, who knows. But for me, it's sewn up later in the episode, the final time he's speaking to Sky when he said, you know, he was uh, aware of the choices and the repercussions – Um, that he was doing um, that these were his decisions that this was not brainwashing Um, and uh, you know he talks about the truth and I think that's important and I think that's why this turn with Fitz is that much harder to take I mean we can certainly understand somebody who's been damaged wanting to lash out as nice a person as they are and you know you look at the The two integral characters in this episode are Fitz and Simmons. Her undercover, Fitz still struggling with, you know, trying to get himself back together. But together enough to know this man is responsible for what I am now. And uh, it was a tremendously well acted and I would say well written
0: scene. It definitely was. And I mean, it's an instance where you just say to Ian Takakister, you need to carry this uh, much as, um, as uh, Brett Dalton had to carry some of those cell scenes. Um, I believe in the, in the season premiere um, he just has to do it. The entire, the entire scene, the entire pivot on the episode relies on him. And uh well, to use a ma- uh to use a metaphor that they use in Scotland he hit a home run out of the park
1: yes and while this is taking place simmons has cornered gill and uh is you know trying to kindle that connection with him they had both gone to the uh the science shield academy Um, that scientists are wired to solve problems while, you know, Fitz's wiring is misfiring here, okay? And uh, Simmons, with Banksy in her ear, begins repeating the brainwashing lines, and I was worried that she was going to activate there.
0: (laughs) Ooh, that would have been an interesting take. Yeah. Um. Um,
1: Lance Hunter, meanwhile, has his sights on Simmons, And, uh, you know, that fourth act ends with the portentous lines there. uh, What is best is if you comply.
0: Uh, Is that also the it's in that scene where we believe Simmons is about to be shot, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I was surprised that they didn't go the route of um, somebody has an icer and shoots her. Um, Okay. I thought it was just kind of slightly, um, I don't know, it was it was slightly contrived, A, as an act end, and then B, as a logical follow through, that they're actually shooting real bullets, so somebody needs to shoot Hunter in order to stop him from shooting Simmons, because he doesn't know Simmons is undercover. To me, it just would have been a lot better if it was like, oh, and those S.H.I.E.L.D. guys iced you, and she's out for, you know, 20 minutes, which, which granted, might have taken her out of the action, so maybe it's not a great idea after all, but... I just thought it was a little overly amped up, personally.
1: Well, we've got an ice guy. We can't say ice dude or some version of that that I believe the
0: X-Men... Uh, <laughs> a of. man who is of ice.
1: Yeah. I don't even think we're allowed to do that. You might have to go back and and, uh, and edit that. Bleep it? Yeah. But um, and to use an icer on the ice guy or around the ice guy, you know, they don't know it's Simmons at this point. And then to pick up, you know, in, in that final act there um, for uh, May to, to shoot. Did she did he uh, get hit? Did Hunter get hit or was he shot at? I uh, you blink and you miss that there.
0: I was a little unclear. I thought that he was shot, but like wearing a vest or that sort of thing, or just, just nicked, Um, which I'm sure in the real world, there's not really such, you know, I mean, if you get nicked, you're like, wow, you just missed a major artery. Thanks. Obviously. And his
1: name is Nick, Nick blood there. Nick blood, Uh,
0: shed blood. Yes. Hunter hunted. It's all connected.
1: (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, Gil uh, freezes uh, Simmons jacket there. She wriggles out of it. She runs away. Okay. And, uh, you know, disaster, at least as far as Simmons, has been briefly uh, avoided. Okay. Um, Simmons is on site. They know this now. And um, Banksy and Gil are brought together. And the compliance thing happens. And he suddenly... Uh, re-brainwashed, they did a little something makeup-wise. Uh, under his eyes got red to denote that he was uh, under control. And he was asked to prove his compliance um, and to, uh, to follow them. Okay? And that he's with them again. He ices the ship. Um, and then very quickly uh Gil is shot, he goes overboard, and he is, though he is turning into ice, he is sinking, which uh, physically um, was a little hard to buy because we know that ice floats. But uh, it's revealed that Sky has taken the shot here. This was what was foreshadowed earlier in the episode. Yes, they might have gone with the the Simmons drama, but I thought this the more effective choice. And Gill is still in play, as we learn later in the episode. His body was not recovered, so while Sky takes a shot, there may not have been actual repercussions someone losing a life of taking a shot, which I kind of like how they did that too.
0: Pete are you telling me that Donny Gill, who fell into the water and immediately started to freeze and then sunk deeper and deeper? How could a man survive such a thing? I mean, he's probably just going to be lost at the bottom in a big giant ice cube for 50 years. I mean, it, it, it's inconceivable that anyone, any human being, normal or of super strength, could survive such a thing. I call, I call God's up on that.
1: All I know is that if there was the wreckage of a boat around with maybe a door... Or a bed frame um, that maybe uh, a young lady would have found some room on it for him, so that he wouldn't have froze. Well, I'll in never the, let in go, In the absence Jack, of, the absence of such a
0: door, I think he's he's got to be. I mean, for him to return, he, he'd be some sort of some sort of you know soldier of the winter or something. I, it's inconceivable, Pete. This is where we 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 go from comic books to just pure pure malarkey.
1: Yeah. Um, but the end result is that Simmons maintains her cover. Uh, Coulson's uh, Splinter Shield group gets uh, control of a bunch of Hydra crates with Hydra tech stuff. <laughs>
0: stuff, stuff to be. It-
1: Basically, crates, prop crates with the octopus logo on there.
0: <laughs> it essentially uh, is the gift giving scene in lord of the rings except they didn't tell you what the gifts were because 5 episodes from now when they're like oh man we've already established I'm just make something up here we've already established that like uh uh colson doesn't have any grappling hooks and 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 oh how are they going <gasps> oh the, sh- the hydra crate with grappling hooks done and done
1: yeah um hunter and uh, may have a nice scene where uh may informs Uh, Lance that they are now even. And then Sky. it it took a second scene for me in this little area. This is actually a beat up part of the bus. She's playing on her laptop and May asks her what she's doing. And she says, this reminds me of before in a callback to the first season. And it is when you stop and think about, all right, in our 25th episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point, How far Sky has come in that time from being, you know, kind of laughable in terms of taking her seriously with the hacktivist stuff early on and the rising tide and all that. And, you know, she's definitely developed. I think we're far from, you know, what she will obviously become. And and that is portended at the end of the episode. Um, yeah, I think we're going down that, if the beat per minute, uh, yeah, yes. thing isn't, you know, enough of an indication and, uh, you know, our analysis, you can go back that, uh, you know, we've, we've been on that, um, you know, train for a while that, uh, we think she's becoming some form of Hulk with the GH325 and the gamma radiation and, you know, Matt thinks that she, swears that she flashed red in the episode where she was saved by the GH325.
0: Absolutely. Screen uh, caps on com. Yes.
1: Um, but Gil's body was not found, and uh, Coulson confronts Fitz. Um, he gave him the compliment sandwich. He uh, He told him he sees the progress, but at the same time... He saw the recording that you almost killed Ward and Coulson confesses that he can't look at Ward. He hates that he's there, but they have to learn about Hydra. So it's a necessary ill until they spring him in four episodes to do something only he can do, Matt. (laughs) Only he can go into the lair of Hydra.
0: Wow. Wow. Will he be a double agent or a triple agent? And he would be trip, paired, He's already been a double agent. If paired with triplet, he'd be a triple agent with a triplet.
1: Well, actually, wouldn't it be three times three? So it would be nine.
0: He'd be, would, be a, a, a non nonagon agent. Yes. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Whitehall uh
1: has picked up here that shield is a problem and uh hey do you know who's in charge and while we're all simultaneously screaming that director Phil Coulson is in charge uh I believe that was agent 33 all cleaned up oh yes and happy bringing in the uh the little uh shield folder there um and uh Bank-she uh, says that he wants to move Sim- Simmons up there and get her to comply.
0: What is so frightening about that scene is it's this wonderful Catch Twenty Two ending, which I hadn't considered all episode, but of Agent, course,
1: Agent Thirty Three, not Catch Twenty
0: Two. Um, because we've hit on the the notion of brainwashing so many times in the episode, we're now left with this Catch Twenty Two slash Agent Thirty Three, which is. Hydra is going to either use free will Simmons or brainwash Simmons It there's kind of not the you know they've cut off the assumption of like and one day Simmons will leave and get on a helicopter which will take her away and she will look down at Bakshi and be like man he'll be like ah I mean she's now in you know the belly of the beast and this is not <laughs> this is not improving her circumstances any bit
1: not at all our secret tag scene features uh, Sky and Ward one more time. She asks, are you relieved uh, I'm not fit. And he says, no, I'm happy it's you. And they get down to the subject of the brainwashing. He explains that it's a lot of work, but it was used only on high-value targets, that he was never brainwashed and uh, that uh, he only wants to get to the truth. Okay, and what truth does he know? Well, he knows something. He knows that Sky's father, the doctor, is alive looking for her. And um, she retreats from the room, and her little uh, heart rate monitor skyrockets all the way to 105 beats per minute.
0: And then we bathe the black. It Sky rockets. Think about it. It's I don't connected. know
1: if the bus was in well, they're not on the bus, so we could if
0: if they were in flight. Well, there are rockets at the playground. Yes. It's all connected. It is. Pete, so too are our segments. Shall we move on to the next one? We shall. Dossier.
1: Okay, a detailed look at our bad guys here we begin with dr whitehall and matt i'm really fascinated i want to know this guy's backstory he's uh, seemingly unaged from his time that we first met the character in uh the big one as they called it if you fought in it and um he's he's got an edge to him he likes the finer things uh he is uh overtly patient and um that he doesn't even know who's running shield i think that's a sign of overconfidence like it's it's been unimportant to him to this point to know that and um you know this this edge of hydra that we're left with i i think you know the 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 follow you Hydra people, you know, um, they're gone, and what's left is really kind of a hardcore uh, fundamentalist Hydra, if you will, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, and I
0: think too, I mean, Hydra can only assume that they are better organized than Shield, given that Hydra is now, you know was organized underground now they've moved even deeper underground. The assumption by general Talbot is that uh there's not many of them left, and that shield are at, you know it's it's actually those suspicious shield people who were either too incompetent to catch hydra or, or uh were hydra so i i think it's um i think it's believable that even though we see this very prominent shield versus hydra you know battle still continuing that they, you know, Hydra has not seen that because they've had the upper hand since they uh since they outed themselves.
1: Um, you know, Baron von Strucker at the very end, the secret scene of Captain America 2, you know, he talks about basically throwing other Hydra facilities under the bus and, and feeding them to Captain America and his colorful friends. So That this organization will cannibalize itself, that the snake will eat its own tail, all for the betterment of their agenda, I think that's what makes them really dangerous. And unfortunately, Matt, we live in a world with organizations like that.
0: I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head that um, if you want to search this show for you know meaning or reflection of the world that we actually live in there is such a great fundamentalism to hydra um kind of hidden behind you know the comic book stuff and you know the the villain who sits at a glass desk and you know all of that um it, it's very present there it's very much part of the hydra dna and it's something that i think that we shouldn't uh shouldn't forget in terms of um you know how our heroes will deal with uh with what are some really you know tremendously bad villains.
1: This Bankshi is an interesting character. We clearly saw the most of him to this point in this episode. Um you know that he's kind of the the foot soldier-ish uh guy to Whitehall's you know bigger stranger more supernatural bad if you will given that he's he's not aged in uh 70 plus years but um the idea that you know he's activating you know uh the people who have been brainwashed um certainly gives him something to be feared and um i'm interested to see where we go with him as well
0: yeah i mean i have to wonder how much of a collision course he has with um baron von Strucker and and those storylines which await us um in avengers age of ultron or perhaps the series itself leading into that into that film they're they're playing it very very close and i think on the heels of the surprise last season that that so much that we we knew from the first 16 episodes were actually a, uh, a prequel of sorts to Captain America. Um, you know, that's now no longer a secret. So, I, I, I mean, I think I have every expectation personally that he's going to play a continue to play a larger role, not just for this fall block, but all the way into the spring as we start to meet more bad German guys who want to take over the world.
1: Well, Matt, uh, spoil Peter will throw you a bone in uh level 7 as far as the theory he's working on. Ooh, exciting indeed. Our last uh look in the dossier here is uh an old I, I guess friend Donnie Gill in Blizzard, but somebody who, you know, he's been let out of uh the he was in the fridge or he was in the sandbox or one of those facilities. He was so in the fridge because he was in the fridge. Yeah.
0: I took to calling the fridge the ice box because similarities <laughs> there. The ice box, I believe, being old timey talk for prison. Um, you know
1: what's disappointing is that we got a bunch of facilities thrown at us, and now they're all kaput. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, again, that is what what that was with the first season. Um, and building the mythos of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we did not have a, a whole heck of a lot, even though they'd been in several of the movies. And, um, you know, Donnie Gill is... Uh, I think he brings the the best as far as... It's a pretty, you know, badass superpower to be able to freeze people to death and freeze things. And then, you know, this... Jilted isn't quite the word, but, you know, kind of angry and disavowed um, identity that, you know, he's he's angry at Hydra that they've tried to recruit him that, you know, we come to find they had brainwashed him and he had somehow broken himself of that only to slip back into it. And that by the end of the episode that his. Um, you know whereabouts are very much in doubt and his fate is unclear i think that's the best possible answer that we not tie it up i was worried when sky plugged him that you know all right that's it
0: he's a very sympathetic character um particularly in this episode i mean i know he was kind of initially in in, in his first episode kind of that you know wide-eyed young man who gets revealed to be up to no good um but in this episode he's just you know he's got this power and he just wants to be left alone and then when you have the added layer of knowing that he wants to be left alone because he's aware on some level that he's been brainwashed um he's just an incredibly sympathetic character he really really is Time to analyze and
1: theorize. And Matt, just to go back before, they did say that Donnie Gill was in the sandbox. So ah. yeah. Um, I guess it would have been too simple that he would have been in the fridge.
0: <laughs> um So true, so true.
1: There was a line in this episode spoken by squirrely hydra um middle manager guy over Simmons. And he said, the higher you go, the scarier it is, which, of course, I then bastardized and took to Twitter um, that the hydra you go, the scarier it is. Nice. But that really echoed to me the whole theme of the Von Strucker scene at the end of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the, the scariness of miracles, that there's nothing more frightening than a miracle. We're dealing with gifted people now whose powers are not understood We're really containable. And you think about it to this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. Iron Man. He's essentially a better Bruce Wayne. Right. He's a rich guy. With, with a suit, he doesn't have a superpower, okay? He's tortured, but we don't have to deal with, oh, my mommy and my daddy have been shot so many different times, and you can turn on Fox and see it happen again right now. We, we don't have to deal with that. You know, Thor, he's a, he's a god, or, or at least a demigod, and, you know, the hammer and everything like that. Captain America, slash
0: slash an alien with alien technology, you know, there appears to be magic, that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Um, So, so on the farthest end of the spectrum, I think we can agree. Okay. Captain America, he's, he's in between. He's got the super serum, everything going on there. But, you know, we haven't had people with really the powers, you know, and that we're starting to get into that um and it's to think that we're 10 movies now deep into this universe okay and um you know we even hulk you know everything special about hulk came out of a bottle okay um and and now these these powers that are starting to emerge in some of these gifted people um you know clearly hydra and you know other people want to take advantage of them, if not use them as pawns.
0: It uh it it truly is such a time of of such great transition for for the people living inside you know the Marvel Cinematic universe. All this has happened so quickly. And um it's interesting too seeing the show kind of bounce up against the um not being able to say the mutant thing. You know, Mike Sorensen yes. on Twitter mentioned that they were referred to, where Donnie was referred to as gifted. And he's like, yeah. so they're gifted youngsters? You know, of course, <laughs> hinting towards Is there Xavier's, a school yeah,
1: for such gifted youngsters?
0: Westchester County, you know? Uh, I mean, so they're kind of walking that line. I mean, frankly, if they're saying gifted, I mean, I think that that's a, that's, that's code for mutant, you know? Correct. Um, if that's a route you want to go down. But it's... um it's going to be frightening for normal people living in the Marvel cinematic universe.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, the recognition of the rest of the world, that's just come to find out that, you know, there are people we regard as superheroes like, uh, Tony Stark and cap, and they've seen a Hulk now and they've seen aliens and, you know, now you bring in. It, I, I think it would be easier for us uh, in a in a rational universe to rationalize that there are aliens on other planets and that they would arrive here before people would develop superpowers, the ability to 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 project uh, cold and and freeze things. Or, or am I wrong? No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. You know, of all the stars in you know all the galaxies to think that life isn't elsewhere and you know in in some way uh compatible and all that you know we don't need to get into that philosophical conversation but the idea that suddenly you know matt you're going to heat up your coffee by touching the mug when you know you emote that i think is fiction <laughs> and and frankly so harder, i want you to believe yeah harder harder to believe. Um, <laughs> the brainwashing device. I'm going to throw you one there. Okay. And that's not the one I teased before. Um, but brainwashing device connected to, um, the Cree, um, uh, hieroglyphics that, uh, Coulson's been drawing any, uh, any relation there.
0: No, I think it's just good old fashioned, you know, uh, good old fashioned (laughs) World War II German engineering (laughs) with 60 or 70 years worth of refinements and improvements and research. With psychedelic Um, lights. Indeed.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. I
0: I think it's just, I think it's, this is what bad people with bad, you know, big brains do.
1: Well, let me go for it then. Um, You've seen Dr. Whitehall in two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm going to make the prediction. He's going to be a heavy in Agent Carter.
0: Ooh, that's a nice prediction. That's a really nice prediction. And you could get him, hey, we want, you know, Marvel TV wants you to do 18 episodes and split them up between the two series. That would be really fun.
1: And think about it. You know, what way do you build a a bad guy like that than by seeing him at different points of his life, not in flashback in the actual narrative You're telling, but within two narratives, I think can be, uh, pretty compelling and, uh, pretty fun to watch. Um, we'll have to see, or should I say, Matt, you'll have to see.
0: Well, Pete, I have a question for you. Hunter keeps referencing his ex-wife and that's not exactly a big level seven thing, but when are we going to learn, learn more about her? When are we going to learn what her deal is? Um, Are you asking me or are you just asking this rhetorically? I guess I'm asking this rhetorically since I don't want to be spoiled, but they've mentioned her enough at this point that it's not a character affectation um, or a way to introduce him in the first episode. He keeps referencing her and either she's going to walk through that door one day or you're going to find out, you know, there is no ex-wife and he's insane or, you know, something like that um, where we are being meant to, really fundamentally understand that he has an ex-wife who impacted him
1: well if you remember back to uh you know the first episode i believe it came up last week as well his ex-wife was pretty close with uh fallen uh agent and mercenary elizabeth hartley played by lucy lawless isabel is it isabel it is isabel okay
0: um my apologies a rare Um, a rare mistake or is it
1: yeah um i don't think we're done there
0: yeah i would agree um speak of not being done and family you know uh, family and friends being referenced as you mentioned before that timely mention of ward's mean brother hey pete are there any other vague male characters that were have been mentioned lately perhaps uh Perhaps uh, General Talbot. Didn't General Talbot mention a male character that he, he knows he's connected to? Do you have to remember that?
1: I do. There's a senator with deep pockets, and that will indeed turn out to
0: be Ward's brother. And if that's spoilery, sorry. There's only so many that's, headlines yeah. you can avoid. He's got, Ward's got a funny name.
1: cast. Ward, Ward's brother's got a funny first name, too. Oh, I yeah. Can't Yeah, I can't remember. It's unusual. I can't remember what it is, but he's got an unusual first name.
0: Well, I'm sure Um, that once we hear what it is, we will grant you that it's weird.
1: Well, you know, yeah. Time to open up our mailbag. And Matt, we love the reviews on iTunes. We love when our listeners take time out of their busy schedules to just give us a little feedback. Um, everybody loves to hear how they're doing. And, uh, we received one this week from, uh, power underscore man 77. And he writes, uh, great show, five stars, Five stars all day dot 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 wow. agent johnson going dark wow power man 77 agent johnson thank you
0: indeed pete i have a decrypted transmission to share a uh, big thanks to on twitter at i heart mr you know heart as the word heart um for sending us a stellar link to a YouTube video. Uh, It shows a guy who's not iHeartMR shooting video from his apartment building. This was while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was filming um, the scene where uh, Lance Hunter took the shot at Creel in the park. Um, And uh, it, by the way, confirmed my my suspicion that um, they shot the bullet moving in slow motion by... Having everybody just not move while they move the camera, you know. Um, apparently, too, that building uh pardon me—that square where the park was, one of the buildings, you know, at the edge of the square was where Coulson zapped Creel at the end of episode two hundred two. It's an excellent link. Check it out Twitter feed for uh, for that, and um, it was just fantastic to watch them filming the show from you know up above as this guy watched out of his apartment. So good stuff there, indeed. Thank you. I Heart Mr. now pete speaking of the twitter how can people get in touch with you
1: you can find me on twitter at peter P-I-E-T-E-R J K L R K E T E L A A R 4272 followers can't be wrong
0: Absolutely. If you would like to get in touch with me on Twitter, I am personally looking back lost. uh, To get in touch with the podcast, we are Fantastic Geek. That is Fantastic Geek with a PH. You can find us on Twitter, the .com, and the Gmail. A quick note, we will be seeing the next episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before some of the rest of you. However, if you're going to New York Comic Con, we'll definitely see you at the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. We won't be up on stage. We'll be in the audience like everybody else. But uh, we hope to see you there. Um, They'll be screening an episode. Last I heard, it's just Jeff Loeb, but I'm holding out on hope that they're going to announce cast members being there. Um, And uh, if you do happen to see us walking around, if you happen to see that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast logo, uh, that's probably us. Say hello. (laughs) Um, Say woohoo, Fantastic Geek. And uh, we'll give you some swag, a freebie just for saying hi. Um, and and sharing the love of the podcast so with that Pete uh, we will talk again on the the pop culture podcast feed we'll talk again in a handful of days um, with uh, our review of New York Comic Con maybe something on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feed before next week as well we'll just let that simmer out there with that Pete I will say arrivederci to all our listeners and give you the vaunted final word
1: loyalties can be tested.